Hey there, Michael. Hoping your day in San Francisco is off to a calm start. Indeed, it's another overcast and gray Friday out there, but with highs near 63 degrees and just a light wind, it's not too bad for getting around the city. Before you head out or settle into your day, let's catch you up on what's happening. First up, the Federal Trade Commission is stepping into the future of digital deception. They're looking to tackle the rise of deepfakes by potentially making it illegal for generative AI platforms to offer services that could be used for harmful impersonation. It's a move aimed at protecting consumers from the increasing threat of AI-driven scams like voice cloning. With FTC Chair Lena Khan at the helm, they're emphasizing the importance of safeguarding individuals from impersonator fraud. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Welcome to The Pulse from Pocket Pod News. In other tech news, OpenAI is taking on a giant with its development of a new search app that might just give Google Search a run for its money. This could be integrated with ChatGPT or come as a standalone service powered by Microsoft Bing. And not far behind in this race is Perplexity, an AI search startup backed by none other than Jeff Bezos, already serving 10 million users monthly. With Google potentially lagging in this AI-driven search competition, the landscape of internet search may be on the brink of change. Meanwhile, Wisconsin lawmakers are laying down some ground rules for artificial intelligence use in their state. New bills aim to regulate AI by requiring disclaimers in political ads, using AI, and making AI-generated child sexual abuse images a felony, amongst other measures. With generative AI tools raising concerns about disinformation and misuse, these steps highlight an urgent need for clearer regulations and ethical guidelines in our increasingly digital world. Stay with us, we've got all the details on these stories and more to help you stay informed. This message is brought to you by PocketPod, revolutionizing the podcast experience with the power of generative AI. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to content that listens to you, tailored to your interests, schedule, and style preferences. With PocketPod, every episode feels like it's made just for you, transforming how you experience podcasts. Ready for a personalized listening journey? Visit PocketPod.app today to join the waitlist. Deepfakes have been in the news a lot lately, haven't they? It's like technology has reached a point where seeing shouldn't always be believing. Absolutely. And it's not just about creating fake celebrity videos anymore. The Federal Trade Commission, or FTC, is stepping up its game to protect consumers from the darker side of this tech. They're proposing new rules to fight against impersonation scams made possible by AI. With deepfakes becoming more sophisticated, it's no wonder the FTC wants to broaden its scope to ensure all consumers are protected. PocketPod News technology analyst Katrina Shelton will join us to dive deeper into what these proposed changes mean and why they're crucial right now. Absolutely, Jonathan. Uh, the uh, Federal Trade Commission is indeed stepping up its game against the growing menace of deepfakes. Um, by proposing to modify an existing rule, um, the FTC aims to widen its protective net from impersonation scams, um, which have been significantly facilitated by advances in artificial intelligence technology. This move is particularly focused on safeguarding consumers from the kinds of deception uh, that are becoming all too common with the sophistication of deepfakes. That sounds like a significant step forward. Can you break down what the proposed rule modifications entail? 
Of course, the FTC's proposed modifications are essentially about extending the existing ban on impersonating businesses or government agencies to include all consumers. This means that any attempt to use AI technologies like deepfakes for scams and fraudulent activities could be directly tackled under this new ruling. Importantly, it also targets generative AI platforms, those providing goods or services, if they're used for consumer harm through impersonation. With deepfakes being a relatively new challenge, how urgent is this issue for consumers? It's incredibly urgent, Jonathan. Deepfakes are not just about creating fake videos or audio clips for entertainment anymore. They're increasingly being used in online romance scams and corporate fraud schemes. A YouGov poll highlighted that 85% of Americans are worried about misleading video and audio deepfakes, which underscores just how pressing this issue has become. And what does the public think about all this? Are people aware of the risks? Yes, they are increasingly aware and concerned. Public surveys, like one conducted by the Associated Press Nork Center, um, found that nearly 60% of adults believe AI tools will amplify false information during election cycles, such as 2024 U.S. election cycle. This concern points to a broader apprehension about AI's role in spreading misinformation and its potential to undermine trust in digital communications. Given these concerns, what's happening on the legal front to combat deepfakes? While there isn't a federal law explicitly banning deepfakes yet, some states have taken matters into their own hands by enacting statutes criminalizing them, although many initially focused on non-consensual pornographic content. Victims currently might rely on copyright law or likeness rights for recourse, but these avenues can be complex and slow-moving. However, 10 states have laws criminalizing deepfakes with expectations that more comprehensive amendments will follow as technology evolves. Are any states leading the way with innovative approaches? Yes, indeed. States are progressively crafting laws targeting deepfake misuse, with Minnesota standing out for implementing a law against using deepfakes in political campaigning. This reflects a trend towards broadening legal coverage to address various implications of sophisticated deepfake technologies beyond just non-consensual adult content. So what's the bottom line here? How significant are these proposed FTC rule changes? They're incredibly significant, Jonathan. Uh, these proposed modifications by the FTC mark a decisive step towards confronting the challenges posed by emerging technologies like deepfake AI head-on. As public concern grows over misinformation spread through AI tools and states begin to ramp up their legislative efforts, it's clear there's a concerted push at both federal and state levels for robust regulatory action. And rightly so to safeguard individuals and society from these increasingly sophisticated digital threats. Thanks for those insights, Katrina. My pleasure, Jonathan. Happy to share them. The search engine landscape might be on the cusp of a major shakeup. That's right. OpenAI, known for its groundbreaking AI technology, is reportedly developing an AI search engine. This new contender could directly compete with Google Search, either by enhancing ChatGPT or launching as a standalone app. To dive deeper into what this means for Google and the search engine industry as a whole, we're joined by PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon. Alex, how significant is this move by OpenAI? Jonathan, this move by OpenAI could be a game changer. The development of an AI search engine to compete directly with Google Search marks a pivotal moment in the internet information retrieval industry. OpenAI, known for its innovative applications of artificial intelligence, is reportedly exploring this venture either as an enhancement to ChatGPT or as a standalone app. The concept alone poses a significant challenge to Google's longstanding dominance in the search market. That's fascinating, Alex. 
Can you talk more about how current AI-enabled search engines like Google and Perplexity function and what sets them apart? Absolutely. Current offerings from companies like Google and the emerging platform Perplexity combine the conciseness of AI-generated answers with traditional search engine functionalities. Users receive one to two sentence summaries followed by source links for deeper exploration. This hybrid model offers efficiency and accuracy in delivering information, setting a benchmark for what we might expect from OpenAI's entry into the market. With OpenAI entering the scene, how do you see this affecting the competition landscape? The competition landscape is definitely heating up, Jonathan. OpenAI's potential entry adds another layer of challenge to Google's dominance. Smaller players like Perplexity are already making their mark by serving 10 million users monthly, despite their relatively small team size. This shift indicates that users are open to exploring alternatives to Google, motivated perhaps by advancements in AI that offer more efficient ways to retrieve information. And where does Microsoft Bing fit into all this? Microsoft Bing plays a crucial role here. It's powering new search services and was notably enhanced with ChatGPT last year. This partnership between Microsoft and OpenAI could extend into powering OpenAI's prospective search engine, further cementing Bing's position as an important player in challenging Google's dominance. Speaking of challenges, how is Google responding to these potential threats? Google is certainly feeling the pressure, Jonathan. There have been reports of lower-than-expected revenue from Google Search, hinting at potentially declining user numbers. In response, they're developing strategies like Gemini to innovate and maintain their market position amidst growing competition from AI-driven platforms like those developed by OpenAI and Perplexity. To wrap up then, Alex, what would you say is at stake here for the future of search engines? What's at stake is nothing less than leadership in one of the most crucial aspects of our digital lives, how we find information online. As AI technology continues to evolve rapidly, it's pushing companies to innovate or risk losing relevance. For established giants like Google, this means adapting quickly to maintain dominance, while for newcomers like OpenAI, it represents an opportunity to redefine how we think about searching the web. That was PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Artificial intelligence, or AI, is transforming our world in ways we're just beginning to understand. And with that transformation comes a wave of potential challenges and ethical dilemmas. Wisconsin lawmakers are taking steps to address some of these concerns through new legislation. From regulating AI in political ads to criminalizing AI-generated images of child sexual abuse, these bills cover significant ground. But what does this mean for the future of AI regulation? To dive deeper into this topic, we're joined by PocketPod News technology analyst Paige Owens. Paige, Wisconsin's approach seems to be a mix of caution and innovation. Can you break down these legislative actions for us? Absolutely, Steve. Wisconsin's lawmakers are taking significant strides in addressing the ethical and practical concerns surrounding artificial intelligence, or AI. Let's start with the regulation of AI in political ads. The state assembly has passed a bipartisan measure that mandates political candidates and groups to include disclaimers in ads that utilize AI technology, with violators facing up to a $1,000 fine. This bill, sponsored by Republican repwars Adam Nalan and supported by organizations such as the League of Women Voters, aims to provide voters with transparent information about the use of AI in political messaging. That sounds like an effort to combat misinformation. How significant is this step? 
It's quite significant, Steve. By requiring disclaimers on AI-generated content in political ads, the bill directly tackles the challenge of distinguishing between factual information and misinformation manipulated through artificial intelligence. This move towards transparency is crucial in an era where digital manipulation can significantly influence public opinion. Moving on from political ads, what about the legislation concerning AI-generated images of child sexual abuse? That's another critical area Wisconsin lawmakers are addressing. The Assembly passed a proposal making it a felony to manufacture or possess images of child sexual abuse created with AI technology, punishable by up to 25 years in prison. This bill fills a gap in current state law by explicitly targeting digital representations produced using artificial intelligence, highlighting a proactive stance against new forms of digital exploitation. It sounds like these measures are quite comprehensive. What about their efforts around auditing state agencies' use of AI? Yes, they're looking inward as well, with a bill calling for auditors to review how state agencies utilize AI and giving these agencies until 2030 to develop plans for enhancing efficiency without necessarily replacing human workers with machines. According to Republican Repper Nate Gustafson, this initiative aims at finding efficiencies amidst worker shortages rather than cutting jobs, a nuanced approach towards integrating technology responsibly. And how does Wisconsin fit into the broader picture of states regulating AI? Wisconsin's legislative actions reflect a growing trend among states trying to navigate the complexities of artificial intelligence technologies. Last year alone, at least 25 states introduced bills related to artificial intelligence regulations, ranging from creating advisory bodies to study and monitor AI systems within agencies to directly addressing concerns like those tackled by Wisconsin. What about at the federal level? Are we seeing similar moves? At the federal level, while proactive steps like outlawing robocalls using AI-generated voices have been taken by entities such as the Federal Communications Commission, comprehensive legislation on regulating artificial intelligence technologies is still pending approval by Congress. The Biden administration has issued guidelines for using AI technology. However, these are non-binding, a clear indication that while there is awareness at both state and federal levels about the need for regulatory frameworks around AI technologies, there is still much work to be done. Paige Owens, thanks for breaking down these complex issues for us today. My pleasure, Steve. Thank you for having me. And that's The Pulse for Friday, February 16th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Michael. We hope you have a good day, and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to PocketPod.app.